welcome to The Kurt Locker, a podcast where we chronologically step through and discuss each film starring Kurt Russell. My name is Andrew Gormley, and I am one of your hosts. I am joined on this episode by my co-host, Whitney Nelson. Hello, everybody. It's a good one. It was just like a... I was like, I'm going to let that play out. You would, If you would have had a breath for a minute and you just had that, oh, I would have, hey, that's how it would have went, I guess. That's how it would have went. I go where the spirit takes me, you know? Yeah, that's great. That's why you're here. That's that's why. Because every week is a, is a new adventure with us. So, and that's what I like. That's what I like. Whitney, we did it. We, we did, it. did it. We did it. We're done season one. Season one. So if you're new or you haven't listened to any of our previous podcasts, uh, this episode is special. It's a short one. You're probably downloaded it and you see it's maybe 20, 30 minutes. It's not especially this episode because of what what's going to happen or what's not going to happen, I should say. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what we like to do is take a look back at what we had classified as a season of an actor's uh, career, generally about a decade worth mm-hmm. of their work. Uh Take a look at our rankings, make adjustments or changes based on uh, hindsight. Yeah. You know, sometimes in retrospect, something that you said was great really wasn't that great in the whole, you know, overall scheme of of the movies that you've watched or the other way around where something you said was bad actually ended up not being that bad. Uh, overall and so you know just we take a look at where we've ranked things and you know do any any reorganization that we need to of our rankings and take a look at the past year I don't think there's going to be much of that in season one I uh, think that we're pretty much already there I don't think Uh that there's anything big standing out that's like no I really misjudged that film (laughs) so that's why I've gone ahead and I've padded out the episode with data. Everyone's uh, data. <laughs> Nothing makes for gripping audio like a bunch of data. Oh, y'all are going to love this data. Let me tell you. <laughs> Before we get to that, let me do the housekeeping and stuff like that. Because, I, I, you know, just uh, just because pop, pomp and circumstance demands it. As always, I want to mention you can find our podcast at 12and24.com. That's the numerals 12and24.com. You can email us, KurtLockerPod at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at KurtLockerPod. You can also join us on Discord and chat in real time at 12and24.com slash Discord. It's in the show notes. If you have an advanced podcast player like, I don't know, Pocket Casts or uh, I don't know, uh, you could probably just tap your artwork and it'll take you to our Discord right away. It's like a two-step sign-up, username, password, and you're golden. That's it. Sign up. Bing, it's great. Bing, boom. We talk about everything in there, Whitney. Mm-hmm. We, it's it's spiraled out into video games. We had a couple other people join recently. We we're talking about Resident Evil, which is incredible. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. And then. Finally, if you want to support us with just a moment of your time, please share the show with your friends. Rate and review us on iTunes. Brings more folks into the fray. Whitney, i got to be honest. I've been bad. I haven't actually checked if we had any new reviews. I'm clicking right now. Let's see real quick. No one's going to be. 40,000 reviews. No. Whitney. Oh, my God. This is my live reaction. All right. (laughs) Hold up. Hold up. Lane train? Lane train. Hold up. 
<laughs> this is incredible. Okay. The title of the review has changed again. The content uh -huh. of the review has changed again. The star rating remains at five. Are you ready, Whitney? We're experiencing yes. this together. Yes. Here we go. Yes. Okay. Title of the review is The Goat Show. Okay. Yes. Lane Train holding us down. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is the greatest show of all time, talking about the greatest actor of all time with the greatest hosts of all time. You guys are really, besides the fact talking about Kurt Russell, oh, we are making the show. Aside from the fact we're talking about Kurt Russell, we are making the show, is what Lane Train's saying. Aww. I'm really going to go out on a limb, and I truly believe this, that it's like listening to Gordie Howe, Bobby Orr, or Wayne Gretz Gretzky talk about hockey and watching them in a live game <laughs> in their prime. That's, wow, that's an incredible review. That's I gotta high <laughs> praise. <laughs> so, well, like Wayne Gretzky in his prime talking about hockey. What? Yeah. That's, I think. That's the I, nicest thing anyone has ever said about me, I think. I've, I, I, likewise, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little flabbergasted right now. I got to be oh, honest. Lane Train. Lane Train. You're the goat, Lane Train. You're the goat. Thanks you for are. listening. Thanks for like, <laughs> now I literally have to check our reviews. Like specifically Lane Train's review every week. It's like, it's like getting a newspaper, only it's Lane Train's review of the podcast. Yeah. What what did we What's do? I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm happy. Um. Uh. I, I I have no words. Thank you. That's an incredible. Th those are incredible words. Thank you, Lane Train. Incredible. Oh my gosh! I don't even. I think we probably this might be our last show. I mean, why why would we? We just <laughs> gotta go, go out on, on top. Go out on a high note. <laughs> right. And of course, the high note is not Kurt Russell's best films. Oh, we you're haven't right hit about those yet. That. You're right about that. If we stop that. now, all we've talked about is Ghosts of Diablo or whatever. <laughs> what if we we started uh, another podcast? Horse. Yeah, and we just did the first ten years of someone else's career. The the you know the young years. Oh no, the young years are so hard. We've now done this twice, the yeah. full in depth with people, and it is it was surprisingly less hard with Keanu than it was with Kurt Russell, but it is hard to go back into those early things. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, but it is, you know, like we have said before, it's so informative. It really is so informative. It's, I feel like it's necessary when you're doing this whole deep dive of an entire catalog of somebody's work you have to look at the early stuff because I have learned so much about Kurt Russell yeah. as an actor in these first, even if the movies have occasionally been bad and or unbearably boring. Um, <laughs> I really have learned a lot about Kurt Russell and I feel like I had such a different base of emotions and experience watching all of Keanu's early films with Cool Breeze going into the movies that I did know, having seen all the early ones. So I'm I'm looking forward to moving forward with Kurt Russell and getting into the some of the ones that are I know will jazz me up. Yeah. Well speaking of which, I mean probably I wager a majority of the the movies that Kurt Russell is known for are happening over this next decade, which we're calling we're just 
it's just easy to call season two for us. Mm-hmm. We're going to get there for sure. At the end, we'll run through our upcoming episodes and some plans we have. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Whitney, if I could, mm-hmm. you know, you know me, you I know do. me and data. I do. You love it. <laughs> Thick as thieves. I'm I note down everything. <laughs> I note down everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to run down some of these little let's call them like factoids. Uh, but these are applicable to us, to what we are doing, you know, little milestones in our lives, you and I, and then our mm-hmm. listeners as well. So here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. This is just season one. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this season we watched just under 21 hours of Kurt Russell films. Okay. Felt like double that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, some of them felt like they took days, plural. Uh-huh. But the average is like it's it's an hour 29 per movie. Okay. Some of them are on the super, super high end, like close to three hours. And then other ones are, you know, a little bit shorter affair, like the Guns of Diablo, I think, was a pretty short one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Kurt movies for 15 hours and 28 minutes. And then averaged about 72 minutes per episode, which I think is the sweet spot, right? Mm-hmm. Where that feels great in terms of like keeping people. That's a good commute or whatever. Yeah. Overall, if you opted not to watch the movies and only listen to our episodes, which some people have certainly said they do, we mm-hmm. saved you five hours and nine minutes of your life. <laughs> <laughs> And we hope that you spent it productively or took a nap or whatever, but <laughs> Godspeed. It was, you know, it was worth skipping this season, I would say, for you. <laughs> Listen to us, but go yeah. ahead and skip. Listen to us, but yes, you don't need to watch those movies. Our shortest episode this season was Guns of Diablo, which I don't think surprises anybody. It was about mm-hmm. 40 minutes. Our longest episode was weirdly The Barefoot Executive. We had a lot mm-hmm. to say about that movie. So it was just <laughs> over 90 minutes for that episode. Uh, the average critical rating of our films this season was 71%. Now, Whitney, you might be like, that seems high. <laughs> that does seem a very high. However, only three films had critical had reviews. Critical. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. That was uh, going to be my next statement was <laughs> that seems very high, but also none of them were critically reviewed. So. Correct. Correct. Uh, more accurately, I believe, the average audience yeah. score, 52%. So that feels pretty bang on to me like yeah. yeah about half of these movies we could just put in put put back where we found them <laughs> which is some dude's vcr in the <laughs> lebanon <laughs> these bootlegs of bootlegs it's weird yeah F- filmed on a phone and uploaded to youtube some yeah, of these how transfers do do have been rough it's it's 20 dollars for the RCA to USB. It's fine. It's fine. I understand. Just film it with your phone. Uh, We recommended only four films this season out of 12. (laughs) And of those four, the recommendation was unanimous. So if we had a guest on like Lindsay or Eric, Mm -hmm. uh, they also recommended the film. So it was literally like we all thought it was great or none of us did. (laughs) There was no there was no Evan in this world that we... (laughs) (laughs) You have to go back and listen to Cool Breeze Over the Mountains if you want to understand that. Yeah, Evan threw some real curveballs in there (laughs) where he was like, I hate it. I'd never watch it again. I'm mad that I watched it now, but I would recommend it to everyone that I meet. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Out of spite? I don't understand. Okay. The top five countries where our podcast is downloaded are as follows in order. The United States, the mm-hmm. United Kingdom, mm-hmm. Belgium. Hey, Belgium. What's hey, Belgium. going on? Love your fries and your waffles. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, Canada in fourth. I think that's I think mm-hmm. it's probably all Catherine from our Discord holding it down <laughs> up in Canada. Shout out to Catherine. Uh-huh. And Australia down under. So there yeah. you go. That's a pretty wild list, I think. That it's is. always cool. It's always cool. Who knew that Belgium liked Kurt Russell so much? Is I wonder if that's Maybe actually we're a finding thing. like Hasselhoff in Germany, only yeah. it's Kurt Russell in Belgium. <laughs> Maybe right. we're we're educating the world in something new that I didn't know about before. I'm gonna all right, I'll have to look into that. I'm gonna write it down for the next uh, our next reckoning. But yeah, <laughs> we'll check out we'll see what Belgium's up to over there. As of this recording, our top five most downloaded episodes look like this. So we had the computer board tennis shoes, which I don't mm-hmm. think surprises anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the barefoot executive, follow me boys, super dad, and fool's parade. I Cannot believe mm-hmm. Super Dad is on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe that Super Dad is on this list. That I think movie. that's just because Eric has flexed his mighty internet presence. <laughs> right. Eric, did you post this episode on Pinterest? What are you doing over here, buddy? <laughs> Wrong episode. Wrong episode. <laughs> Pinterest. I will never not find it hilarious that Eric is big on Pinterest. It seems just uncharacteristic but like also perfectly on brand i don't know how it's both things at the same time but it (laughs) is is. yeah and then uh the last piece of information i have on the season we had three different co-hosts sitting third chair eric Mm -hmm. Lindsay, and dan and it's been great hope to have them back a lot more it's always wonderful to to have a a, another voice on the show Mm -hmm. and uh a couple new ones, I'm hoping, for season yeah, two. Yeah, get some more so. people in here to talk about the more name-brand Kurt Russell movies. Right. The t- these these early ones have been a tough sell, I'll be honest. You know, <laughs> do you want to come watch Fool's Parade with us? No. Yeah. No. I would... I, I, and then I... I what am I going to say? <laughs> like, I know, I was like, I understand. I nod and I'm like, uh-huh. No, I wouldn't do it either. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless I was. So, Whitney, mm-hmm. this is it. I should have, I, I feel like I should have some sort of like music for, I should have a, a stinger for this, probably. Maybe by next season I'll have one. But this is the reckoning. This is it. Uh, this is where we reflect, we review, and we make changes if need be. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, uh, how about, uh, how about you tell us what your list looks like right now? We it's only twelve movies, so it's super easy. Going yeah, forward, we're, we'll only do top ten. But for counting, now, counting yeah. down from twelve or counting up from one. Ooh, that's a good question. Let's uh, let's go from uh, let's go twelve to one because I think okay. that that builds anticipation. All right. So my least favorite movie of this season, I didn't <laughs> watch. <laughs> Uh huh. Um, Super Dad is in last place for me. I did not watch it, and I uh, was told actively, like, "Hey, you dodged a bullet. You didn't need to watch it." So I just, for spite and or 
I don't know, solidarity for the bad movie that I didn't have to watch, I ranked Super Dad last. Yeah. There's really no rhyme or reason behind it other than spite and solidarity. I love uh, it. Next, 11, the one and only genuine original family band, which is shocking because it's really the only movie that I knew of the whole first season that I liked as a kid. So for it to be the bottom of my list is wild, but it is the one and only genuine, really baffling, bad movie. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then in number 10, I have Guns in the Heather. Number nine, I have Guns of Diablo. Number eight, I have Mosby's Marauders. Seven is The Barefoot Executive. Six is Charlie and the Angel. Five is Follow Me Boys. Four is Now You See Him, Now You Don't. Three is The Strongest Man in the World. Two is Fool's Parade. And number one is The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes. Oh, yes. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, our, our lists are still, Very for the similar. most part, wildly similar. But Our top five are the same. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> so I, you know, I'll run through them super quickly, but it's, uh, for me, my last film is the one and only genuine original family band. It, I just, it was a baffling film <laughs> and overlong and I don't really understand what I watched. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Super Dad, a film that made me irrationally angry at its main character. And mm -hmm. look, I get it. Uh, Claire has been lovely and adding historical context to things in our Discord, uh, usually within hours of the show posting. I Claire is an invaluable resource. Uh, and I get that that was like he was acting of the time, right? That doesn't change <laughs> doesn't change things for me, but I, I do appreciate the insight. Then I have uh, Guns in the Heather at 10, Guns of Diablo at 9, Charlie and the Angel at 8, Mosby's Marauders at 7, The Barefoot Executive at 6, and then 54321 are Follow Me Boys, Now You See Him, Now You Don't, Strongest Man in the World, Fool's Parade, and The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes, exactly like Whitney. <laughs> so here's a question for you, Whitney. <laughs> are, are you... I think the top five are locked in. So can we agree that top five, top five? are 100% not moving. Okay, great. So of the remaining ones, I'm curious if you care enough about any of these to make a move here. That's actually what I struggled with. I was I, As I was looking at these, I was like top five locked in for me. Yeah. Six through 12, do I care enough about any of these movies to move them from their position. So what do not you think? Not really. Not really is the answer. I yeah. do think that in retrospect, Mosby's Marauders bores me to think of rewatching. And Guns yeah. of Diablo also bores me to think of rewatching. Guns in the Heather, though, there were a few very bizarre moments. Uh -huh. And I really liked the girl at the pub. And oh, she, yes, of course. she stood out enough to me as I liked her in that <laughs> 20 seconds she's in the film that I actually think I'm going to bump Guns in the Heather up above Mosby's Marauders <laughs> and Guns of Diablo. Oh, my God. What a move. Two spots. It's going to move a 20 second, from number For 10. a 20-second yeah. part. Well, because Mosby's Marauders and Guns of Diablo I, are just like, no, like nothing, you know? Yeah. Like, all the rest of them, I feel like, are... Bad, 
or notable in some way, those two specifically are are just so like Western cowboy nonsense stories that I just feel like Guns in the Heather had more like what yeah. moments, and that to me is more important than two movies that are just like whatever. Interesting. Okay. I think that like if you said you have to sit down and show one person <laughs> one of these three movies, sure. I would definitely choose Guns in the Heather, and I think that that says something. That's a smart. Uh, that's a smart way to approach it, actually. Yeah. yeah. If they were like. Here's a handful of movies, and you have to show a person one of these. What are you going to make them sit through? And I think that moves Guns in the Heather up on my list. Wild. Right. Okay. I think my main knock about Guns in the Heather was the length. Not it so was much. Way too long. Yeah. I can't. I mean, like, I remember it fine. It's, you know, like the James Bond esque mm-hmm. knockoff kind of thing, you know, with Kurt. I, you know, I could move it. I, I could move that up one, right? Guns of Diablo. What was that? Like the second or maybe the first movie we watched. Mm-hmm. So maybe guns, maybe you've convinced me to move guns in the Heather up one position for me. Okay. But I mean, you certainly don't have to. It doesn't matter because no one cares. Yeah. these it, We this can is barely like... bring ourselves to care. And this is what, <laughs> like, the job that we've given ourselves. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Here's what I'll do. For the sake of actually reckoning uh, and not, again, to bring Evan, to invoke Evan's name once again, uh, <laughs> I will actually make a move and concede that uh, something had to change here. And that feels like a good change. I'll move Guns in the Heather mm-hmm. up one. It's interesting. It's interesting. And I think that that to me is worth noting. If you're going to watch one of these weird old movies, that's the one that you should watch, in my opinion. So there you go. I wouldn't. Yeah, again, just <laughs> ideally don't watch anything below our fifth film <laughs> if you can yeah. help it. But uh, yeah. if you had to, uh, I feel we... we we're still pretty close here, I think. Mm-hmm. I I think that might be it for me, actually. I move one, and you moved one, but a little bit more drastically, relatively. Oh, up two spots, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else? That's it. Yeah. I'm feeling the same. Mm-hmm. Generally, listener... I think the reckoning is might be a little bit more dramatic, but here... Oh, it's usually quite <laughs> a bit kinda... more dramatic. Yeah. When when Andrew starts putting tune in tomorrow, like right below the Matrix, hey. it's like, what? Hey, I was just talking about tune in tomorrow <laughs> earlier today on Twitter. <laughs> How dare you? Hold on. Hold on. We have a new listener over at Cool Breeze Over the Mountains. I believe I roped you into one of her comments. Cell, S-E-L-L-E. And she ranked, she is just starting her Cool Breeze journey and got to mm-hmm. the Reckoning episode today. And she ranked her her films for, for us. And guess what? Guess what's at number 10, Whitney? Tune, Tune in, in tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> top 10. It's top Listen, 10 material. I liked Tune in tomorrow too. And the, I liked it. I liked it even more in retrospect as we started watching other movies. I believe I also moved Tune In Tomorrow up in my list in one of the Reckonings. I'm oh, just you did. saying. I know, yeah. You put I it don't... so high. 
I did. I mean, I think it 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 eventually fell to where it needed to be, right? Yeah. But I wanted to give that movie some love. But there was one point where it was a shocking reckoning because you were like, I'm moving Tune In Tomorrow, a movie that ostensibly doesn't exist if you ask the world at large. Yeah. To like my top five. And I was like, you're doing what? <laughs> justice. I'm doing justice. Yeah. <laughs> justice. I like that energy. So, yeah, I, I guarantee you that the season two reckoning will be far more dramatic and interesting than this one. This one, we pretty much agreed from the start about which movies we did and did not recommend and which movies we uh, thought were good and not. Like, our top five is identical. That still is bizarre to me because we have very different taste in movies. So, right. You can kind of just assume the top five is what you should watch. Yeah, we... and. I, I think also season two is bringing us some variety in terms of genre yes. and tone, whereas all so. of these movies are very homogenous, right? These are all like kind of, <laughs> you know, if you've seen one. They're, they're all Westerns or Disney films. Yeah. Like across and, the board. So, And that, you know, that that's what we end up with is a list that's like, yeah, that's yeah, this is pretty much it. So mm-hmm. that's great. We, it's locked in. The The list is currently locked in. I'll ask our other host. I'll ask Eric if he feels the need to switch his <laughs> two currently. I he can has, guarantee he does not. All right. I just want to make sure. Maybe Lindsay wants to. I don't know. Maybe she switches. No, nope, she does okay. not either. All right. All right. I, I will speak for both of them. They're locked in too. Perfect. Dan's definitely locked in. They have, mm-hmm. <laughs> as we heard last week, they yeah. that list is not changing. No. Whitney, I would like to run down next season, just this list of films, right? Mm-hmm. And then we just want to talk about maybe one or two that we're really looking forward to uh, mm-hmm. out of this list. And this is also like a hype moment for you listeners, because this is what's coming, right? This is the, this is the ready. shit. These are the movies you've been waiting for. All right. Next week, I'll be kicking us off with a film called Used Cars that I've never <laughs> seen before, but I've Neither heard have I. is a wonderful film, right? Oh, nice. I, you know, just, just from what I've heard, just hearsay. After that, here's what we got. Escape from New York, The Fox and the Hound, The Thing, Silkwood, Swing Shift, The Mean Season, The Best of Times, Big Trouble in Little China, Overboard, Tequila Sunrise, Winter People, and the 1989 film Tango and Cash will be seeing us out of season two. Correct. Whitney, holy (laughs) shit, what a list of movies. Big, big names. Is there like one here that -hmm. you're like the most hyped for? I'm the most hype for Lindsay to watch Escape from New York. Oh, so it's pretty, it's going to be pretty early in the season. Yeah. Yeah. I am also, I've never seen Tango and Cash, and I'm looking forward to that as well. I think those are my two big ones. Big Trouble in Little China, I love and I'm excited to watch, but I already know that I love it. Yeah. Because yeah. I've already seen it. A lot of everything else, I have not seen. I have seen Overboard. Again, we had this conversation last week. Um, I don't remember it being 
as bad as it was intimated. So we'll see about that one. That's that one's out there. But I haven't seen Silkwood and that's a big one. Um, I haven't seen Tango and Cash. So there's a couple really big ones that I'm looking forward to. And but my I think my biggest moment that I'm looking forward to is seeing whether or not Lindsay actually does like Escape from New York after I've been like, Lindsay, you need to watch Escape from New York. Yeah. Since we started this, I've been like, Lindsay, you need to watch Escape from New York. And she's not. I don't know if she's going to like it or not. I think that she will, but I could be very wrong. That's always an interesting thing, right? Recommending someone an old movie. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, maybe. Well, if I'm not mistaken, you have seen that more recently, right? It, you're not. I saw it in the last year, I believe. Okay, so you're not actually viewing Escape from New York through the lens of like nostalgia for it either. No, you, I saw you it saw for it the it first time recently. Yes. Okay. All right. So I, that's actually what I was going to say because some people would be like, oh, it's a great movie. You're going to love it, and then you're like, ah. <laughs> you just yeah. have like a fondness for it that. I missed the first go around, but yeah, that's going to be, that actually is going to be really great. I think it's an interesting flavor of post-apocalyptic and I am into anything that's an interesting flavor of post-apocalyptic story. Um, I, uh, Delicatessen is one of my favorite movies. It's a Jean-Pierre Junot film, Mm -hmm. which everyone mostly knows him from Amelie, but he, it's one of his earlier films and it's a post-apocalyptic film. And it's very dark compared to a lot of his other stuff. But it is also as whimsical and colorful and quirky as Amelie. But it's hmm. about, like, dire post-apocalyptic world. And it's just one of those flavors of post-apocalypse that you don't see very often. And that's why it's one of my favorites. Um, so that's why I like Escape from New York and why I'm excited to introduce it to other people. All right. All right. That's... um. Uh, like a weird handful of these are available on streaming services. So if we have mm-hmm. the opportunity to do watch parties for some of these bigger oh, yeah, ones, I should. certainly want to give that a shot. So that, that'll that be great. I think I'm probably most jazzed for Big Trouble in Little China. That's like a movie that I remember seeing when I was younger. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. And I can't, I can't say that I have seen it since. Mm-hmm. So that'll be cool to revisit. And... A lot of people give me shit for Tango and Cash. And again, my only so I am fully prepared to to eat crow on Tango and Cash <laughs> being a bad movie or being a problematic movie, the latter of which I think is almost certainly true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, my only defense is that I watched it when I was like 11 and I was like, this is hilarious. I shouldn't be watching this. Tee-hee. So uh, <laughs> that's all I got for Tango and Cash. Um and the rest of these are just going to be amazing. I think yeah. Silkwood is, uh, I have not seen that one either, but I'm pretty sure sh- that's an Academy Award winning I think, film, I, think I believe. So. I'm not 100% on that, but I believe it is. Or or Glenn Close won an Academy, whatever the case is, something. That's like a prestige uh, drama. So yeah. that's going to be amazing. Uh, and then, you know, these ones in the middle, Mean Season, Best of Times, haven't seen those. So those are going to be like nice little surprises in between some and of the bigger films. And you have not seen The Fox and the Hound? No, I don't. I, I do not recall uh, having seen that film. So I'll, you know, I'll have a, a box of tissues ready, I suppose. Yeah. From <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in the realms of like Bambi uh-huh. and Old Yeller. Oh, and- okay. It's, it's, 
you know, Disney-fied, so it's not, it's not, it's no up, is all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> don't, you uh-huh. don't, you're not going to be emotionally devastated, right. but I'll also be questioning you my life probably for the next will, week. yeah, you, but also probably <laughs> you'll tear up. All right. Hey, I, you know, I love a movie that can actually make you feel something other than like blinding rage, you know, that's like... <laughs> That's a great, that's a, that's a mark of a good film, I think. And everyone here is very familiar with the blinding rage. <laughs> so I think for season two, I'm going to kick it up a notch. I've been like kind of a little bit, I've been like a passenger on this journey. Um, but I, I remember when we got into some of the bigger uh, Keanu films as well, uh, I started like sharing more clips of our shows and like really like promoting the hell out of it and getting getting some of our uh, uh, guests and stuff. So now that we're here and I'm looking at this list, I'm like, man, we have some absolute bangers. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is also where like the numbers go up as well. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like I don't think there's anybody looking for like. Kurt Russell Fool's Parade podcast, but somebody <laughs> no is definitely Googling out there. That, yeah, sure. someone's out there looking for Escape from New York podcast for mm-hmm. sure. So that's that's cool. That's going to be great. You have any other thoughts? Uh, you know, this has been great so far. I'm happy that you're you're hanging tough on this one. This one is yeah. is is. Uh, I don't know if if it was just me. I don't know if this would still be a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am looking forward to continuing the journey. All right. All right. So I think that's it. Uh, That's everything. Once we trim this down, like I said, it's a short episode, but uh, but a good one nonetheless. A lot of a lot of interesting tidbits in here. It's a nice hype for the next season as well. So uh, that brings us to uh, next season slash next week. Right. Like I said, I'll be walking us through the film Used Cars. Wonderful. And then it's Whitney's turn on Escape from New York. And I guess you can imagine who our guest on that one may be. Or guests. I don't know. Guests. I think we might get a little rowdy with guests this season. Bring it on. Yeah. That'll be great. So, Whitney, until next uh, until next episode, if people want to keep up with you on the Internet, where would they do that? You can find me on Twitter at Whitney underscore Nelson, N-E-L-S-E-N. And Instagram is the same without the underscore. Um, but I very rarely tweet and all I Instagram are my pets. So buyer beware. Hey, that's not true. You, you Instagram for people to go vote today. That was a big I thing. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Factual. (laughs) I check stuff from time to time. (laughs) Uh, You could find me uh, also telling you to go vote. I mean, at this point, it's too late, but I hope hopefully you voted in Pennsylvania. Uh, You know, uh, that's at Dark Driving on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and a couple other upcoming places. I think I'm going to boot the Twitch back up as we move into season two for some live episodes Ooh. again. So that should be really, really fun. Uh, and that's twitch.tv slash dark driving. Uh, so yeah, check that out. But um, that's it. We did it. Short episode in and out. You'll love to see it. Whitney, thanks again. And thank you all for joining us. In the immortal words of Jack Burton, sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning.